0: <laughs> You've watched porn, haven't you? I don't think except kind of porn I watch would really be helpful. Why? <laughs> it's okay. You can tell me. There's nothing to be ashamed of. I promise I won't judge. Violent stuff, extreme SM pain. That sounds hot. Tell me more. Person type in really painful positions and then they'll use things on um, crab. anything that leaves around own work. gay icon who created this show sounds like fun day friday during pride month (laughs) hello everybody welcome to matt's world i am matthew barris where it is my world and you all are just living in it and yes we're starting off our um should be about a month Yeah, it should be about a month of watching American Horror Stories Season 1, yep, in celebration of Horror Stories Season 2, coming in July. And, of course, before we get into the first episode, known as Rubber Woman Part 1, first, the kombucha of the day. And the kombucha of the day is from Brew DR Kombucha. Love. Yep, this is the pride edition that comes out every pride month. It has lavender, chamomile, jasmine, and green tea. Yeah, it's nice and soothing. Open this bad boy up and it's 60 calories too. So, find this right here in the Pilsner glass. Even though I don't drink anymore, I still find this glass to some use. Here we go. Cheers. Oh, that's good. That's really good. Pick it up in the grocery store whenever you can. And, of course, we're replacing um, the Friday Female of the Day with the Gay of the Day in honor of Pride Month for all my kings, queens, and my royals in between. And, of course, who better to start it off with than the creator of American Horror Story, American Horror Stories, American Crime Story, and of course, Popular, which was a show that I used to watch when I was in middle school, Mr. Ryan Murphy, yep, Ryan Murphy, Uh, born on November 9th, 1965 in Indianapolis, Indiana, wow, did not know that until right now. Uh, let's see. Also, uh, scrolling down here, um, oh, he came out as, after coming out as gay, Murphy saw his first therapist, who found nothing wrong with him other than being too precessious for his own good. Oh. And he also... Secretly dated a lot of football players when he was in high school. Wow. Let's see. And... Let's see. So he attended Catholic school until he was in the 8th grade. And... He says that he is done with church. Uh, he still, well, he says that he still occasionally goes to church, though. And let's see, he's been married to photographer David Miller since July 2012. And they have three sons born via surrogacy. Yep. And also, let's not forget, he also created Glee. Yep, he created Gleed, Nip Tuck, Scream Queens. Oh, he created 911. Wow. Oh, he created 911. Did not know that. The Politician, Monster, the Jeffrey Dahmer story. And pretty soon, he's also coming out with American Love Story and American Sports Story. Wow. Cannot wait for those. But, um, definitely an icon. Created some of the greatest TV shows on Fox and FX. I mean, at this point, he pretty much runs FX. You know, he owns FX at this and Fox. And just a, a tremendous creator of Contact. And I honor him by watching his shows and also have him as the gay of the day so cheers to you ryan murphy and now having said all that i hope you'll you guys are set up because uh we're gonna be going into the rubber woman part one episode of american horror stories yep horror stories not story stories and for this first episode, which I saw back in July last year, this goes all the way back to Murder House. Yep, back at Murder House. And for this one, we have a new family here. Yep, we have an entirely new Family, which means there's going to be some new murders here. Uh, playing the role of Scarlett Winslow is Sierra McCormack, and her two gay dads are Matt Boomer, uh, AHS Regler, he, he plays Michael. We have Gavin Reel, who plays his partner, Troy. We have Shanty as Scarlett's best friend and also we have Paris Jackson as May as Maya so without further ado let's start the countdown in 15 14 13 12 11 10 9 8 7 6 Five, four, three, two, one. Let's go. All right. As of right now, I'm watching this episode in the dark in my basement. Yep. Yeah. And, of course, we hear the familiar You Are Going to Die in Here by Adeline. And that's, this is sort of a tradition for me. Like, uh, whenever I, whenever I watch American Horror Story or stories, I watch it in the dark. Yep, I watch it in the dark, gives it that uh, movie theater atmosphere, and it also gives it that chilling atmosphere. And actually, today, right after this podcast, I'm going to, um... I am going to be doing an American Horror Story Marathon this weekend. Starting off with Murder House, then Hotel, and then 1984. And a lot of people shit on 1984, but let me tell you something I personally love 1984. I mean, it's supposed to be a throwback to the slasher movie of the 80s. I mean... There were some people that shitted on, on it, but I don't give a fuck. And actually, people have shitted on American Horror Stories too. Yes, if you can believe it or not. And actually, um, the lowest, um, yeah, the lowest rating um, for episode one was was thirty yeah, episodes one and two got got 30 here, but you know, I loved this as we see the couple going in to the infamous murder house. Yep, this was in season one, and it was also used in an in apocalypse as well. Yep, Apocalypse. That was the season that uh, combined Covenant with Murder House and also another brand new story. And we hear the door slam. And there's the basement where a lot of stuff has happened. Yeah, I mean, uh, Murder House, I mean, is a good uh, season, and I thought it was very genius of um, Ryan Murphy to go back to it for horror stories, and, um, you know, I mean, people just love Murder House because it was the first season, and it really established, um, you know, what the series was about. And we see her right there in the room. Uh, sees the empty uh, wall there. <laughs> and here she is in um, in this room right here. This is the room that uh, Violet was in. This was uh, Violet's room. And there we see the couple there measuring out. The kitchen and what have you and you know the premise for this is that um, you know the couple has moved into the murder house and you know they're you know the gay couple like uh, they're house flippers and they want to make money off this and and what have you and of course uh, a lot of people have tried to move into the infamous murder house and try to use it you know as uh, you know, as either you know, as a bread and breakfast or as their own personal house, and then or the study room to see clients. So, Of course, you can go back to the first season and you can watch it there. And as I mentioned, uh, Matt Boomer, uh, no stranger to American Horror Story fans. Uh he has been on plenty of seasons of American of American horror story, going through his uh filmography here. Uh he was first in Freak Show. He was on an episode of cup called Pink Cupcakes. Yeah, Pink Cupcakes as uh as Andy, and then you can see him in a Hotel playing Lady, one of many of Lady Gaga's uh, love interests, as the Countess in Hotel, and also, um, well, he was also uh, he's also credited with being in the assassination of Johnny Versace on American Crime story um, though he actually directed that episode he directed the episode creator and destroyer and he's also known for playing mccoy whitman on will and grace you can catch him currently right now on doom patrol as larry trainer aka negative man and he is also best known for his role as neil Caffrey on White Collar and also worked with Ryan Murphy on Glee as Cooper Anderson in the episode Big Brother. (laughs) As we see uh, Scarlett right there playing with a doll and we see the familiar red rubber ball that um, Bo yeah the kid Bo played with and There she is uh, looking at a picture of a, some bu- of a butterfly there, butterfly wings. And we see the rubber ball once again. And she thinks it's um, her dad that's, uh, one of her dads that's throwing the ball. Of course, uh, we all know better. And then we see her going into the other room. And magically, a door opens. And of course, she goes inside. She sees uh, some dresses. Well she sees one dress and then there's the infamous rubber costume that was worn by Tate in season one. And it actually appeared again in um an Apocalypse as well, when it was um worn by the by the devil, Michael. Well, no not the devil, but the, the son of the devil. The son of Satan. And there she is, uh putting it on and ooh man, she looks uh she looks very hot here. <laughs> and then we hear that familiar song. Uh the first time I heard that, that whistling song, I heard it in Kill Bill. Yeah, Kill Bill Volume One and Volume Two. And then I heard it again in American um an American horror story, the first season. And I was really surprised that they used it here, you know, and because I did not watch American Horror Story until Hotel when Lady Gaga was on there. So, um, yeah, I was very surprised uh, when I went back into the other season and I started watching it. And there she sees herself there, and she doesn't like what she sees. I think she saw a guy there or something. But uh, she senses it's evil, and then goes to throw it away, think that's going to be over, but as we all know, that's never the case. There we see the intro. The familiar theme song. And... You know, I mean, of course my mom is probably listening to this, and she's probably not uh, (laughs) too happy that I'm watching this in the basement in the dark. You know, uh, she's giving me some grief because you know, she's worried about bugs and stuff but uh doesn't really scare me as much <laughs> yeah she's probably listening to this right now going what are you watching this on the talk it's like mom if you are watching this relax I'm okay i'm fine <laughs> and there we are american horror stories rubber woman part one And then we we go to class there. We saw Paris Jackson, and uh, Paris Jackson, you know, I mean, she's a she's a good actress. I mean, she's a good actress and a good musician. I mean, her music, I'm not really too much of a fan of, you know, um, you know, but um, you know, you give her an A for effort and trying and try and do something different. And I've been a fan of her father's for. Um, you know, ever since I was a kid, and, you know, her father, Michael, you know, was such an inspiration to me, and, um, you know, I learned how to sing and dance because of him, and, uh, anybody who knows me knows that I do a great Michael Jackson impression, especially when I go to karaoke, so, and she's become such a very beautiful woman, too, I mean, she is such a beautiful woman, and, um, also, my friend, um, Prima Johnny, who's been on, um, who's been on my show before, uh, I, we actually watched uh, this episode. Uh, we watched the two episodes, and when I told her, like, you know, that was Michael Jackson's uh, daughter, she was like, well, she's white, <laughs> you know, and I go, yeah, yeah, you know, her mom is white, and, you know, but, uh, you know, she does consider herself um, black, you know, black you know but um, and you know people have given her shit about her color but uh, you know she says she's you know she's of African American descent and you know I believe her you know and um, and then we see the friend right there yep we see Scarlett's um, friend Shanti, played by Melissa Escobedo. Uh, don't know much about her acting um, thing. I tried to look it up, but uh, I can not really find anything. And Sierra McCormick, uh, she actually got her start on Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grade before she made her acting debut. Um, she had a recurring role as Lilith on the television series Supernatural. And then she was also on the uh, comedy series Romantically Challenged in 2010, uh, played Alice in the direct dvd film Spooky Buddies, and she and for that one, she won a Young Artist Award. And she received mega recognition for a role as Susan Kushner in the comedy film Ramona and Beezus. And... Of course, she's her breakthrough role was as Olive, sorry, Olive Doyle on Ant Farm on Disney Channel. And, you know, she's gone to do many movies and, and television shows as well. And you can actually see her in an episode of uh, CSI, the original CSI, in the episode Irradiator. As we see the sexual scene here. <laughs> yep. You know, violent porn does uh, turn her on. And I actually had to ex- um, explain this to my friend Brahma too. Because she was like, oh, she's thinking about killing her. And uh, he says, well, no, no, not necessarily. I mean, some people, you know, on S&M, they get off, you know, fantasizing about, um, choking and porn and stuff, and I can talk about this a little bit myself, you know, because, uh, well, if my mom is listening to this, uh, sorry, mom, uh, you know, as a little kid, you know, I I actually discovered a porno video on VHS, a blank VHS tape, as we see the suit coming alive, and... Of course, she has a nightmare, and you know, and I, and of course, I started having uh, sexual fantasies. You know, well, of course, I've been had sexual fantasies before. Actually, I was watching porn. In fact, actually, um, my first boner. I could, yeah, I think my first boner was uh, Madonna's uh, "Express Yourself" music video. <laughs> yeah yeah I just remember looking at that and getting horny and I also masturbated to um, to the scene in um, batman returns when Michelle Pfeiffer and Michael Keaton were uh, making out on the on the couch there yeah yeah and that's when I started discovering what masturbation was and and all that and, and of course having said all and then and then when Once I got cable, you know, I would, uh, on Fridays late at night, you know, I would, uh, be watching, like, the softcore porn and, and stuff like that, so, but, uh, of course if I had kids, um, you know, I would definitely be more moderating and stuff like that, you know, I don't mind them watching, I wouldn't mind them watching violent stuff, but, uh, sexual stuff, uh, yeah, yeah, I gotta, yeah, I gotta leave that off and stuff, and... So, uh, kids, yeah, don't watch porn uh, until you're at least sixteen. <laughs> yeah, sixteen. I think you'd you'd have a much better understanding of what the boy of what the birds and the bees are. And speaking of which, here come the parents. They're sitting Scarlet down, talking about how, like years ago, she was watching um you know the violent porn and then they find, uh, some more violent porn stuff on her, on her cell phone, they put a, I think on her, um, on her cell phone, you know, their home server to, you know, um, to spy on her, like to, you know, and let me tell you something, I mean, like, I mean, I believe children should have privacy some privacy but at the same time you should also like try to like you know monitor what they do and stuff like that and you know especially nowadays because you know I mean we live in a technological world and you know the best thing you can do is just try to put a block on certain um yeah just put a block on certain things you know I mean like I said you know violence I don't I don't mind you know but uh Yeah, sex, sex is where I kind of draw the line. At least until they're, they're 16. (laughs) Because also, you know, your, you know, your brain is still kind of developing and, um, so there. And, uh, Sierra McCormick, by the way, uh, You know, as I'm telling you this... uh, Oh, she's from Asheville, North Carolina. Oh, did not know that. Uh, She is 24 years old. Wow, so she was 23 at the time of filming this. Wow. But uh, she is... um, Yeah, she is quite beautiful, though. I mean, she is... um, Yeah, she is quite beautiful. And... And of course, uh, you know, she, she agrees to go see the therapist about, uh, her thing about porn and stuff. And of course, of course her parents try to warn her about uh, some of the stuff and uh, she reluctantly agrees. Hmm. And at the same time, uh, she's still a bit of a moody teenager. (laughs) Yeah. And then, of course, we see her and uh, Maya, played by Paris. They're, uh, of course, texting, talking about uh, licking the kitty, as the kids would say. (laughs) She is giving her the wink. And of course, uh, Scarlet is a lesbian, though she's not fully out yet. I mean, she's, well, she's out, but she's not out-out. And there she is in her, in her room. And, uh, she goes in her drawer, she, uh, well, she finds some panties. <laughs> and then she goes to her laptop, hoping to look at some more porn. But then, of course, uh, unfortunately, gets blocked. <laughs> well, she's actually looking for sexy lingerie, but can't find it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, of course, um, you know, my access to porn was mostly, uh, videos and, uh, yeah, it was mostly videos and what was on late nights on HBO Max. Um, in fact, actually, uh, to my brother, well, my brother already knows this, you know, but, uh, I used to sneak into his room and, uh, I, and this was when he was in college. I used to watch some of his porno videos. (laughs) Oh, yeah. All the masturbation. I used to do that and she once again discovers the rubber suit. Yep, and she puts it back on. And of course, she's getting a knife. She's going to play a prank on her on her dad's. <laughs> uh rubber rubber somewhat turns on um you know I'm, i like a girl to be to be more uh dressed in like uh like a corset you know lingerie sort of thing and bless me you know dom- i mean i like domination and stuff but uh not to the extent of pain you know i don't like you know the whipping and stuff like that in fact <laughs> actually in high school uh, i actually saw a hbo uh documentary on snm And at first I didn't really get it, you know, um, you know, like one guy was used as a human ashtray and, you know, one girl, she was like getting her nipples, um, pinched and she was like, oh, I love spanking. You know, when I was a kid, I used to love getting spanked. (laughs) And we see, uh, we see the couple here freaking out and it turns out to be Scarlet. (laughs) Yeah, by the way, uh, kids, don't ever, uh, don't ever pull this type of prank. I know they like to do pranks and stuff on YouTube and TikTok, but, uh, I would not recommend this type of prank. <laughs> <laughs> he tells them to take it off and take a very hot shower. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know if a hot shower would... Would work up maybe a cold shower. <laughs> and he goes to take it off and oh and accidentally cuts him. Oh yeah. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Accident or not, yeah, that's that's cause for being for being grounded. <laughs> oh and he says I will not be speaking to you for weeks. <laughs> Uh, well, depending on the weeks, I mean, like, I can maybe see one week or two weeks, but after two weeks, it's like, okay, let me talk to her, you know, and stuff like that. <laughs> but then again, I'm not a parent, nor do I have any plans of ever being a parent, never say never, but, uh, well, that's just my opinion. <laughs> and now, we see the therapist, Andy. Yep, and of course the therapist is played by Marion Dungy, and of course Marion Dungy, uh, she was known for her roles on The King of Queens, alias uh, Malcolm in the Middle, Summerland, and Convention, The Resident, and The Fix, uh, just to name a few of those. Um, shows and she also has a sister she has a sister um Channing Dungy Dungy sorry and she was the first black American president of a major broadcasting network she was um yeah she was the president of uh ABC studios yeah So, um, so yeah, that's very, um, yeah, that's very prominent there. And then, of course, we see the couple talking about the time when, um, Scarlett was kidnapped as a baby, and, of course, Scarlet later on, um, you know, she says that she has no memory of ever being kidnapped, you know, because it happened when she was three years old. And of course, um, I don't think anybody remembers what happened to them at, Three years old. Ah, good kombucha there. Uh, and uh, <laughs> Yep, I belch. I belch always on the sh- show because, as I mentioned before, it's my world and you all just live in it. And... <clears throat> Let's see. And also, um, well, also getting back to the uh, documentary that I saw on HBO as a kid, you know, like... Um, I mean, I understood the whole... I mean, I can understand, like, being chained to the bed and getting, you know, fucked. I mean, I, I saw a Basic Instinct. And... Uh, to, matter of fact, uh, the scene... I saw it one time on regular television, and the scene where um Sharon Stone uh, tied Michael Douglas to the bed and um, was uh, fucking him uh, actually scared me as a kid. You know, it scared me as a kid, and I turned it off, but... At the same time, I was still kind of turned on by it. So, uh, yep. <sighs> the rest, as they say, is history. <laughs> <laughs> and, <clears throat> of course, um Addie, she goes on and talks about the, you know, the stuff that has happened in Murder House here. And, of course, the couple, they don't uh, believe in it. They don't believe all of it is true and and stuff like that. They believe in science. Hmm. Hmm. And then, of course, she ends the session, says so she likes to see them all next week. Hmm. And she goes to use the restroom. Room and of course she's not going to a slumber party and she's grounded her father has six stitches in his arm wow six stitches damn oh man she says fuck she says fuck both of you oh man if she had said that to my mom man, then my mom would have been plucking her eyeballs out (laughs) no she would not go for that shit Then we see Andy right there after using the restroom. And of course, she thinks she hears something. She sees the little rubber ball there, and of course, she hears the the little pop rocks thing by those little kids. <laughs> Yeah, those kids, man, I mean, the, the twins, you know, they, they were some badass little kids. Then <laughs> she goes into the basement. Of course, she hears, you're going to die in here, and, well, gets her, slow th- her throat slit. And we see the rubber suit again, and, of course, we all know it's Scarlet. So, Scarlet has officially gone over To the dark side. we see Matt Boomer. There and she. Discovers this rubber suit. And sees the blood. And of course. uh, Not knowing that it's actually the therapist's. um, You know blood. (laughs) You know. And, of course, they go and burn the suit. And they think that it's uh, Scarlet with her time of the month. <laughs> Which uh, turns out not to be. But, uh, yeah. Uh, from what I hear, that, uh, you know, women, when they go on their times of the month, uh, they have a tendency to uh, bleed like a stuffed pig. <laughs> um, in fact, uh, this actually reminds me of a funny joke i i heard um and i've i've often used this joke uh, i've told this joke to women and actually women find it very funny uh what's the difference between pms and a terrorist at least you can negotiate with a terrorist <laughs> yeah when a woman is on her period she's pmsing there is no negotiation you know it's just like no do it now Now, get my tampons! (laughs) Uh, I'm going to get a lot of hate mail for this. (laughs) And of course, Scarlet now decides to sneak out. And she's getting her bras and panties course she doesn't have any pajamas this is what she can sneak out with and her dads are watching TV and they're out due to some edibles that they had and of course I've had some edibles too and uh, well they're they're good actually I thought about getting some edibles and while well, watching American Horror Story um, of course when I get high uh, I have a tendency to um uh, some R&B music. Well, maybe I'll do it for this year's Halloween. <laughs> you know, you never know. And there we cut to the next scene where she's at the slumber party and the girls they're drinking um, White Claw, which is a seltzer. Not really that strong. And they're also um using vape yeah they're using vape you know jewel pads and um funny thing cuz uh when the um you know when the um the e-cigarettes and the uh vapes came out um you know it was promoted as a uh, an alternative to smoking and people were using it to um you know stop smoking and of course uh, discovered a few years later that um it was um it was actually just it's nicotine but it's uh vaporized and you know and of course um vaping it causes uh high anxieties and you know there have been a lot of vaping accidents like leaving the heat on and stuff and and not really that much of a safer alternative to smoking cigarettes and you know it's funny because I was actually recommending it to people um too you know I was like hey if you want to quit smoking you know there's e-cigarettes and people were were actually uh, excited about it because there were also like uh like some e-cig um commercials as well JD McCarthy uh did one and um and also people love the idea of, um, you know, getting able, being able to smoke indoors, like to smoke on planes and smoke in the restaurants. Uh, I'm quite young enough to remember when um, they used to, you know, smoke in restaurants and bars. Uh, my mom, um, uh, well, she used to smoke. And, um, you know, and sometimes she would go to the bar and smoke. And, uh, and of course, nowadays, um, you know, You know, you have to smoke outside or if you do smoke outside you gotta smoke away from the from the restaurant and stuff. So there. (laughs) And there we see um Maya and Scarlet alone. Or do they think they're alone? (laughs) Well not quite. And of course she's giving her some um some pajamas. Starts kissing her on the neck. And she's a little freaked out because she thinks that Maya's trying to, you know, might be trying to, you know, fuck with her. But, um... Of course, she eventually realizes that she is just fucking with her. But, uh, not before, um... Trying to make out with her here. And it's uh, kind of amazing that we're showing this episode here, you know, in Pride Month. And we see the two making out with each other. Oh yeah. I like girl-on-girl action too. And this is where she tells her that she's a virgin and That's when she's, you know, Scarlett starts telling her, you know, about the kind of porn that she likes that you just heard in the uh, intro of this episode. And, you know, I mean, uh, you know, and of course, uh, I mean, SM has always been around, you know, it's always been around, but, um, you know, it became a little more uh, mainstream, I believe after the Fifty Shades of Grey books and, and the movies. And, um, you know, I've, I've, I've seen a little bit of the movies, of course. Uh, by a little bit, I mean the sex scenes that I've uh, masturbated to. <laughs> but, um, but they seem like okay movies. And, um, you know, Dakota Johnson, you know, she's a wonderful actress, too. You know, I've seen her in some other stuff as well. And there she goes and starts telling her what she's into. And we hear the the phone vibrating. And, of course, that's Scarlett's friend trying to warn her that uh, she's being live-streamed. And, of course, she picks it up and real tells her and then of course it's too late oh yeah that's some mean girl shit yeah secretly being videotaped that is some mean girl shit man being outed like that i mean that is some mean girl shit and that has gone on well the internet bullying i think it started a little bit when i was um when i was still in high school i mean i was like getting out of high school, and then, um, it became more and more prominent, um, when I, after I left high school, and, um, you know, it's still a serious subject that goes on to this day, especially for, um, kids who are, uh, you know, who are queer, and, um, and thank God there have been some laws to pass this, and, um, because, I mean, some people have said, like, well, there shouldn't have to be a law, you know, there shouldn't be a law against bullying, and and I'm, and it is true to an extent, I mean, I'm someone who uh, doesn't think that there should be a law for every little thing, but uh, this is a law I can definitely get behind, you know, because I'm also someone that was um, bullied a lot as a kid, and I still have my traumas, and I've talked about it on, um, Mental Health Monday as well. You know, I've talked about it a little bit. And here, you know, Scarlett, she says, you know, her life is over. And she's, you know, she's very sad. And she sneaks back in. Of course, her um, her parents are still out. Yep, her parents are uh, still out there. I mean, they are out cold. <laughs> yeah. And then, of course, she turns on the shower. I don't know if it's hot or cold, but uh, either way, she's in the shower now, and she's, uh, you know, crying. And then, of course, she um, she calls Maya, and you know, her and her friends are still at the slumber party, and what have you. And um, and then she makes the threat you know, she's going to make the threat that she's going to kill herself, and, you know, she's saying that, you know, everyone at school saw you, me, so I'm going to commit suicide and leave a note saying that you guys are the reasons why, and then Maya starts to freak out, and and of course she gets reminded of those, those guys who outed the gay kid in college, and those eyes, those those kids who filmed it got kicked out of school, and they spent like five years, and court and time in jail and they're and they were convicted felons and she says that she's going to do the same thing to them and you know and of course um you know suicide is never the answer and i mean as someone who has also tried to kill himself uh as well um you know i can tell you that you know suicide is never an answer and stuff well um Though, and also murder is not the answer as well, you know. And but do try to get, but do try to go to people in authority and try to get um, the people who do online bullying and stuff arrested. Though that's what I recommend. Little PSA for any kids who are listening to this. As we see the the mean girls uh, show up to the murder house. Uh, yeah. The infamous murder house. I tell you, I cannot wait to do my marathon. I got my, uh, I got my candy, too. I got my Reese's Pieces. I got, uh, I got some cookie dough bites. And I also got a good mix of, uh, M&M's, too. Uh, I got a mix of peanut butter, fudge brownie, and cookie. Yeah yeah, a chocolate chip cookie. Uh, I was actually looking for the crunchy ones, but uh, I can never find those. And then we see the door close, and the kids are really starting to get scared now. Oh, yeah. There's a text from Scarlet come down to the basement. and I just got a notification there. And the kids go down to the basement here. Oh, there we see the kids. <laughs> of course, it's not the same kids from um, from the first American Horror Story. Of course, uh, those kids have grown up now, and we just see shadows of them. You know, in fact, I remember uh, you know in the very first episode of Murder House, you know, um, one of the kids with the with the bats, uh, you know, hit a tree, and he was like, I hate trees. And I remember looking at this, and I'm like, what the fuck kind of a little kid hates trees? I mean, what kid hates trees? I mean, seriously. <laughs> and now they're looking around the basement. And they turn the light on. And, of course, Maya, she goes, come out, come out, wherever you are. <laughs> That's what um, Violet said when she was trying to find Tate down stairs in, in the basement. And then the lights go off again. Oh, and she finds the, the monster there. And we hear the, the familiar song, and oh, Maya gets stabbed, so this the other girl. Yeah, I love that song. Uh, you know, you belong to me, oh, for part, part, for, and tonight you belong to me. Oh, as so we see that girl get stabbed right there in the face. There we see the little monster there. Oh, she gets stabbed right in the back. Oh uh, yeah. There we see Scarlet. And the girl is yeah, she's like, please don't. It's like up, oh, too late for that bitch. Oh, stabbed. Then we see Scarlet uh, working on the wall there into the room. You know, and uh, she's saying that she's um, repenting for what she did. And, of course, little does she know that once you kill someone in the house, they never leave. And that's also been a theme... Uh somewhat of a theme, you know, in American horror stories. Uh when someone dies in a certain place, uh they never leave. Um that's happened in Murder House. Um that happened in I'm trying to think of where else did it happen. Uh hotel. Yeah, happened in a hotel. It happened um let's see, and it also happened in 1984 as well yeah it happens in um, in 1984 as well you know with the camp and of course she says uh, uh, you know she tells her fathers you know from the previous conversation whether she likes being the one who tortures people or the one being tortured she likes the one that likes to tortures people too <laughs> yeah clearly she does I mean I definitely would not want her to be my my master. <laughs> As we see the therapist there saying she's fine with the other therapist and of course we all know who that is and I'm trying to tell her that they need to talk about you know what she did and she doesn't feel like she needs to. And then we see Another person there in the rubber suit and there's a staring there and that ends episode number one part one of rubber woman great episode loved it a uh, great way to introduce the um, the stories yeah and um, I tell you I cannot get enough of American Horror Story, whether it's the original or the um, the spinoff. I mean, it was just awesome. You know, it's just awesome, and a you know a good way to kick off the series as well. And how this got rated as the lowest episode, I have no fucking idea. Yeah, I just have um, yeah, I just have no fucking idea how and well that's gonna do it yep that'll do it right there for uh for fun day friday and next week we're gonna be looking at part two yep we're gonna be looking at part two so uh hope you all enjoyed this now i'm gonna go Upload this episode, and then I'm going to do my marathon. Hope you all have a great and a safe weekend. And until then, this is Matthew Barr saying, don't have a good day, have a great day. Bye-bye.